Holy shit. Have we ever seen Dang. more suspenseful than Daniel Brandon potentially having a wardrobe malfunction during that last event? <laughs> I mean, the internets were shaking when that was going on, right? <laughs> Dude, how great of a finish was that? I mean, what do you mean wardrobe malfunction? I didn't watch her heat. Was her. You missed out, brother. Was her, yeah, you was really her missed out. Things? Was she it'll, be on, a, it'll be on a story. Is she pulling a Beyonce? Who is that who had the freaking uh, the nip slip in a concert? Like Justin uh, Timberlake was, and uh, it was uh, Jackson. Jan, uh, yeah, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Uh, okay, so I think they're waiting for the men's scores to become official here and they'll uh, announce the winners. But uh, I do believe we have the updated um, women's leaderboard. Yep. Let's go ahead and bring that up. So. For those of you who joined us, we just finished the final event here at Rogue. It was three rounds of 25 double unders in power cleans at 225 for the men, 155 for the women. Two rounds of 25 dubs in five squat cleans at the 225, 155 weight. And one round of 25 dubs in five clean jerks at 225. They've just completed nine events through this weekend. Insane. And we've had, oh, maybe, as Caleb's loaded it up here. It was a tight, tight, tight race. I haven't even looked at the official standings of the uh, women yet. I'm going to react. I'm going to react a lot. <laughs> maybe yeah. we should talk about the women first while they're doing the, the men's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. We got the uh, women's leaderboard coming up. Heidi Kroom, no Sevy. What an outrage. You knew this was coming. You watch enough shows. Don't no. be mad. Don't be mad. He'll be back. Here we go. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. So I uh, almost got it right. <laughs> <laughs> With the pick. Okay, so let's uh, let's roll down this. Um, we got Laura Horvath in first place by 10 points over Tia Claire Toomey or oh man and then in third place we have emma lawson at 650 points gabriella Miguel, wow that screwed that one up at 630 <clears throat> points and alice kazan in fifth place to round up our top round off our top five with 590 points taylor are you stoked this show to check out this way or what talk to me buddy i i feel like this probably feels better than winning the games for laura why why do you say that? Because she beat the six-time CrossFit Games champion, and that's, I think, the first time she's beat her at a competition overall. And I would imagine that feels better than beating whoever she beat at the Games this past year, especially with the monkey on her back, like she said in the post-event interview of people saying, ah, oh, the only reason you won was because Tia wasn't there. And she had handstand push-ups to deal with. And she had handstand push-ups and 500. Yeah, uh, We don't know that she's bad at handstand walking. I'm not sure that that's ever been a thing. But 80 handstand push-ups recovered from that. I, dude, dude it, I hope she goes back and watches the video. I mean, know, knowing that you won, like, cool, you won. And that was a big deal for sure. Watching, we have never, not one time, ever seen Tia break like she broke. She missed that rep. She couldn't get it up. She couldn't get the lockout. She Bar rested. came down and she stopped. She stepped back. Yeah. Head went down. And I was like, oh shit. Like that's, 
you know, and all the, you know, had a kid and all that stuff aside, I mean, I get it. I, I understand all that, but that's, that is, we've never, ever, ever seen a mental break. Mm. And that was a mental break. Like she, I mean, she stopped. We've never seen that before. I mean, it's kind of it's like the biggest thing is when, when we saw Rich walk on the triple threes. You know, yep. it's like, what the hell is going on right now? You know? Yeah. So I think that that, I think that that is, I think that moment is even a bigger, I mean, maybe in the, in the sport space necessarily uh, for, for us is that was a, that was a giant moment. That was a giant was moment. Huge. And I have a, a quote here from a, from a wise individual. She was at the uppermost limit of her current capacity and Laura wasn't close. She just she's just not in peak shape understandably so laura did not look rushed in the least she dictated the pace uh and she dictated tia's pace 100 100 and, and and yeah not that's not taking anything away from i mean you you could say it a million times we get it she she had a baby you know there's no way she's going to be back to full uh you know full capacity and i think that she was looking I think she wanted to try to put the try to put the pressure on Laura, and was trying to go like, okay, fine, I'll go rep for rep, and stayed right on her. But you saw that one little double bounce on the squat clean, the last one, and it was like, okay, here we go. And that was that was that was the moment where it started to to quiver before she broke. Yeah, so. you definitely saw it in that last squat clean. Like it just the fight got taken out of her after that. The pace slowed, and and she knew it was over with. Um, Caleb, let's scroll down a. a a little bit more so we could see some of the other women in the um, top 10, what it rounded out to. I don't know if I'm Laura, I'm nervous for the games. Hell yes. And dude. If, Are you I'm kidding Tia, me? And if I'm Tia, I'm furious. <laughs> I mean, dude, that, like, dude, that, that literally, that just set that, that whole, that whole scene right there. We, we, I mean, we talked about it. We wanted Laura to win for just the sport of CrossFit. Right. <laughs> we, we didn't want it to be the, that you know, Tia can't be it can't be un or is it completely untouchable. But um, you're right. I think that the fact that she was that close, that you know, this early in the game, fuck. Yeah, and like Taylor said, dude, she's got enough fuel now to uh, to motivate herself through some training. I, I do believe coming into the CrossFit Games. Um, okay, so our top ten: Emma Carey in sixth place with 550 points, seventh place, Daniel Brandon with 540 points, eighth place, Ariel Lone at 510, Danny Spiegel in the top 10 with a uh, ninth place with 505 points and Manon Agonese. God, I'm terrible at pronouncing these 10th place, 460 points. Okay. So that's going to round out the top 10 for the women. Any, any like surprises in this at all? Any notable Spiegel inside the top 10 for me. That's, that's big. That's, I think, better than I thought she was going to. I think Wasn't Daniel? Good. I was going to say, I think the surprise for me is Danny Spiegel in the top 10 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, the way, the way she handled that, I mean, seeing, seeing her excel on some of the events like the the duel and then i would have i was expecting more on this last event for her i didn't yeah. see it but stoked on uh emma lawson though damn she crushed it she's so good third third two times in a row yeah mm -hmm. daniel brandon climbing from the bottom 10 
over the last day or two has been pretty impressive, I think, as well. Because wasn't she like 16th or 17th at the end of day two or something? Yep. Yep. And then look at her last four scores. I mean, 16th, obviously not the best, but then an eighth, a first, and then a fourth, which helped her out quite a bit to get into that position there. I think... I think that's huge for her. I think it shows a bit of maturity and starting the weekend really, really poorly and then being able to claim, climb and finish a quite a bit stronger. I think it's huge I, for her. Yeah. I also can't say that we saw like a, a stereotypical meltdown or like some sort of like outlash or something at, oh. at any of the judges or at anything, any reps that she maybe done improperly. I think she did pretty well. So yeah, right. back to the maturity point for sure. Agreed. And, and I look at her two worst finishes. The one RM deadlift, um, the heavy back squat event, two things we know she's quite a bit weaker at. It's not like she had an event that she should have been good at and took a huge whiff. Um, so good weekend for her overall, I think. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But yeah, great, great point there, Caleb. You normally, usually in these events, there's something that happens where there's some sort of uh, some sort of outlash, if you will. Okay, I don't think the men's leaderboard has been uh, updated yet. Has it? Do you think they changed this? So no, I was, no. I'm a bit late to the part. Do you think they changed this workout at all with the weather? They or did. Was this the original I they, workout? I think oh, they I, changed the location. I'm not so sure if they changed the actual workout. Right, I'm just asking if you think there's any difference in the actual workout itself. No, I don't no. think so. No, I, I, just think they, I just think they shifted locations. What's your Bill, thoughts on the changes from the first two workouts of today? Uh, um, I, I think it ended up fine. I, I was glad that they had everybody going in the rain. Like they did what they had to do to keep it, to keep it moving. And I think that that was fine. I think that the, uh, the adding the, um, handstand walk in there, I wish I would have made it unbroken. Mm. Um, what was the, uh. Oh, that's right. They lowered the weight of this workout. Wasn't yeah. it supposed to be 275? Oh, the graphic. Right. The gra oh, yeah. The graphic did say 175. I looked back and uh, saw that the, yeah, for the women, it's supposed to be 175. And then right as they started, they changed the graphic to 155 and restated that the workout was going to be done at 155 instead. Why so, didn't they change the loading? Well, did they change the loading or was it just a typo on the graphic? I think mm. the announcer, the broadcaster said they changed the loading. Oh, he did. I, it was, that's what the broadcast said. It was stated. Okay. And that went down by from 175 to 155. Interesting. Which is quite a quite a decrease in load. And yeah. I would assume because everyone did fucking 100 deadlifts last night at their one RM. <laughs> you, you think it would have mattered? It, you oh, think it dude, mattered if it was 175? No, yeah. I think it was 175. The outcome doesn't change. Laura probably beats Tia by even more. Yeah. But yeah. I but I do think it it is a completely different workout at 175 and it's way slower, nowhere near way as slower. The intensity would not nearly be yeah. as there. And I mean, look at how many of those athletes failed the reps that we saw. I mean, Emma Lawson failed one, Tia failed one. We saw Pat fail, Pat but fell, two. Yeah. Yep. Um, we saw a handful of other ones. Um, Will Morad failed. Uh, Daniel Brandon almost failed one. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of fails. And I, I think we saw that because of the fact that the weight was brought down. So it really forced everybody into that, the, the higher echelon of, the, of that intensity realm, um, where just, I think a lot of people don't, don't go, Heidi, give me a break. Yeah. 
<laughs> Did I Maybe freeze again? Otter yes. frozen. Yes, you are frozen. But apparently, it's what a good the place. heck? Why is that? <laughs> your, your audio sounds great. So there's I'm no jumping shit. out and coming back again. God dang it! <laughs> Fuck. No. Fill in for this old. Perfect. Guy. We have a replacement. <laughs> there we go. Just like that. Upgraded. So how much you bring old people on the show? <laughs> So Chase, your take on the uh, we we started with the women there, the top three. We got Laura, Tia, and Emma Lawson to round out our podium. Surprised at this? I mean, I called it before the uh, heat started, so no, not, I'm not, not surprised not, at not all. Surprised, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a great podium. You look at uh, if you take what happened at the games last year and give everybody their due going into this. I mean, that's probably the podium you're looking at just from an outside perspective. Um, I'm impressed what Lawson did because there wasn't as much fanfare around it like the games. She was never in the lead at any time, but just, I mean, look at that consistency. Fifth, I mean, one finish outside the top 10, like that's how you podium. And that's how you hang with two of the best in the sport right now. Dude, yeah. she's so damn composed. Right, All the time. 18? Yeah. yeah. 18, 18, yep. 18, 19, yeah. Like, if that's how like, you hang, the rest of the field is fucked. Right, a hundred right. points she, out. Are they fucked? Are they fucked, dude? This is this is. I always come back to this question. She's nineteen, right? Right. What mm -hmm. happened to Mal? What happened to Haley? Mm, burnt. I'm not saying it's going to happen to her, but I'm just saying, is it that? Is she's, it not that she's not training. She's not training in those places. She's not out. Of, she's not out of her element. She's with her family. Like she's she she went to prom. Like she's being a high school kid as a normal person and not sitting in a training camp training their life away well i right. think if that's if if she i have no idea if she's doing that then i think it'll be a super interesting call it a case study in five yeah. years to see how how you know different her trajectory is in comparison to mal or Haley. because if it's that's really the case right. i mean it's early because that's what I, I, th I think that's what's missing from how from mal and Haley for sure you, i think if that you look if you look at those other two if you look at how uh uh, uh mal and Haley. And compare how they even just talked on interviews. Mm. I mean, the, the composure is completely different between uh, Emma and the other two girls. I mean, and, I mean, they're all great athletes, obviously. I mean, they they have amaz an amazing set of tools um, to work with. But it's a matter of like kind of watching you know, watching Emma as she's preparing for the the event, how she handles herself during the event watching certain things happen and, and does she like it does it look like her head blows up because she just gets totally frustrated or does she just shut down or does she have some sort of a an emotional blow i don't see any she seems so just even keeled which is yeah, i don't see emotion so period she's robotic she, yeah, i don't i don't see that i don't see yeah, that she had emotion at the games i think it was like second to last event maybe it was after the poll event before the finale when she knew she had basically lost first place to Laura like she had her emotional moment but I think yeah, the emotion yeah. is it's not having emotion or crying it's right, being right. able to come back from that mm -hmm. like that's when you have your emotions in check I mean aside from Bill but like me and Taylor I think we're pretty <laughs> we feed off our emotions a little bit right but, <laughs> that's just because I'm a little older dude. I was doing it the same age too yeah, so you get you're getting, like, it's you're okay getting. to have emotions it's okay to get upset it's okay to cry it's okay to you know but to reel it back in shows control of those emotions well, yeah, yeah it, it, are you going to be led by those? Right. I mean, right. it's okay. It's okay to be pissed. It's okay to like you be frustrated. But if that completely shuts your entire momentum down, and I haven't seen that from her yet. 
I, I also think like when what Chase said about her going to prom probably to me is like the biggest difference because yep. I think you understanding as a person, there's more to life than just this. There's more to who you are than just this is what allows you to handle mm. bad days a whole mm-hmm. lot differently than the people who don't have anything else. You have nothing else and you have a bad day. It's like that, like, chance, what you. are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good point, dude. Yeah, that's great. And you could tell right when that was said and you're like, yeah, she went to prom. Taylor, I think something clicked and he's like, wait. Oh, okay. so, so different. So different. Yeah. I never went to prom. I was, I was expelled. <laughs> so really I was well. having fun on my, I was having like a, an at-home prom by myself. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds intimate, intimate. Susa, there's more to life than CrossFit. Jeff, your head would spin with how much I do, brother. Come on, come over and check it out. I got, I got, I got a lot going on, dog. Diverse, um, diverse. I'm, yeah, I am. I am as diverse as CrossFit tires. Alex, so many attendees were upset about the concourse. I heard in the comments that they didn't announce it to the people that were there that they moved the location of the workout. With what? I, dropping barbells really loudly, and people are like, "Huh?" And like, they just started out. building something on the concourse, and everybody's like, "Huh? I wonder what that's going to be." And then everybody <laughs> just kind of piled in over there. Caleb, did you get a chance to see it? Did you go over there? I did. I went and looked at it. Um, I was probably ten people deep, and so I tried to crane my head over. I couldn't really see much. And then a bunch of people started bringing chairs over and standing on the chairs to look over everybody else. And uh, then eventually I just turned around and watched the billboard from out from the outfield from uh, home plate and just kind of watched it from there as I listened to barbells behind me. Um, it was, was there a lot of people there? Was it super crowded? Like if you, I guess the question should rather be phrased. If you were right up in front, were you pretty much screwed? Like you couldn't see anything. You had to go watch it on the, on the jumbotron. If I was in the front of all of, if I was like on the fence, I could see everything. But if I was behind five people, I couldn't see shit. And you're not short. I'm not short. I am six. Definitely not short. <laughs> if he's seen over a crowd, anybody's seen over a crowd, it's going to be Caleb. Um, okay. Do we have the uh, final? The men's leaderboard is still not up. Huh? What do you think Sevon does at the game when the Bears are on defense? You think that like, goes to the bathroom and like occupies himself <laughs> for 30 minutes? I bet he asked what, where Tyson is. He's like, what position does he play on this side of the field? <laughs> <laughs> what position does he play on this side? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, so we still have no updated uh leaderboard. Wow, it's amazing. Crazy. Is it, I mean the shakeup is there's got to be a shakeup going on, right? So as it stands right now, please note that event nine or yeah, the final event event nine is not in yet, and we have Pat Vellner in first at six oh five, Jeffrey Adler in second at five forty, Brent Fikowski at five twenty five, Roman at five fifteen, Jason Hopper at five oh five for our Dude. top five guys. Dude, I don't think people got in between Vellner and uh, Pat took tenth in the workout. And Je- wait, I thought Pat took tenth in that workout. Well, because no, in his no, team- and, and uh, Susan, do you see that video I sent you? No, did you send me a video? I sent you the video where you find oh, out who got fourth. Right, right, right. Brent took fourth. We're breaking it here. Breaking news. Chase broke it. He sent the video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe Caleb will uh, whip that up for us. No, it's for sure. It's true. But I think that <laughs> dude, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. I saw it. I saw it too, dude. I think Vellner took second because he took tenth in that workout, right? No. After- uh, no. Still be f- leaderboard updated. Fifty-five points. Fifty. See. 
So this is event nine results. This was the cleanup event. Jeffrey Adler was in first, Roman in second, Dallin Pepper in third, Brent Fikowski in fourth, Travis Mayer in fifth, Noah Olsen in sixth, Ricky Guard seventh, Lazar Jukic in eighth, Jay Crouch in ninth, and all the way down in 10th for this event. Kiki interviewed Pat and told him he was the champion. Well... (laughs) I, that's why I'm late. I stayed uh, and watched the broadcast, and they interviewed Pat as the champion, and then they just stopped it. Like, <laughs> oh shit! We didn't, we didn't get any oh, wow. anything else. Like, and Pat, you're the champ. And we, then, we, yeah, we have an updated leaderboard now, so if we bring it here, we could see. And uh, all right, dude, I didn't do my back of the napkin math. Do the back of the napkin. All right, so watch Rakowski right there in the middle. He holds up his hands because his coach is telling him four. And then he, and then he, oh, he goes, the fuck. tear. You see the tear. Oh, and the disappointment. Not shot. the shirt, but like the eye tear. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for differentiating that. <laughs> okay, we got our we got we got our men's leaderboard updated. Can we uh, show that here? And we'll go through these. Uh, Relax, uh, Heidi. Heidi's got that angst from. <laughs> Damn, Heidi, chill. I, I think Heidi. She accused me of being drunk. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought they tied. I think she was projecting there a little bit. Whoa. Dude. Wow. No way. Dude. Official results. Pat Belner, 660 points. Second place is Jeffrey Adler at 640. Third place is Roman Klinikoff, 610 points. Brent Fikowski, they tied with points at 610 for fourth place for Brent. Fifth place for Ricky Garrard at 565. And didn't we have a little bet going with sixth place in Travis Mayer? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Oh, wow. John Young Holy called it. Five to one, right? That man. <laughs> oh my goodness. That you know man. what John Young didn't call? Hmm. Singles on touching on the cleans. Oh, he thought everyone was gonna go touch and go? Yes. It's because he's a dumbass. I said if you were if you didn't go unbroken, you were gonna lose. Oh, shot, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> uh, bold statement there. Okay, Crazy. so we have our, our podium finishers. Well, how do we Taylor? What are you thinking? I think it's I think Pat barely held on. Just I'm look through the middle of the competition and then a final day. I think the final day is very indicative of his general weakness as an athlete. He's uh, this is relative, obviously. He's one of the fittest people on earth. But compared to the field, he has overhead limitations that you see quite a bit on like heavy jerk events. And he failed a clean jerk here just like he did last year. If you remember shuttle to overhead, he had a lot of issues with that event. Today mm-hmm. we had 500 feet of handstand walking, 40 essentially clean and jerks with the fat bells, and then finishing with those five super crucial clean and jerks at the 225 bar I think is why we see that 9, 10, 10. But it's just interesting to see his placements versus Adler's. Adler with two event wins, just not quite as consistent in the top five. I mean, Belner with one, two, three, four, five, five top fives. Crazy. How old's Pat? How old's Pat now? 32, 33. Mm-hmm. 33. So does Roman get the tie break because he has that first place? Is that yes, how that works? Yeah. Why? Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Wow. Chase, Dang. podium finishers or top five men comments? What do you uh, think? Top five. I think this was my top five, just not in this order. Wow. I had, I had actually, I think I had Ricky Roman Adler, um, and then Fikowski and Vellner as four and five. But damn, Vellner! Every time you count him out, man, that old dog just freaking comes in there and just 
claws his way, back. His way through it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like he probably wins by more if it's the pegboard and that workout rather than the handstand walk. Mm. I agree. There. Yeah. Yeah. And that and it's crazy to think about how much the weather affected those events, right? With the rope climb being taken out, the pegboard being taken out. Mm-hmm. If you know, speculation here, if those things were still in it, would this top five still be exactly the same as how it would, or do you think it would it would uh, shake out differently? Those points are pretty close, man. I mean, yeah. you 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 change one little movement like that, and that's gonna that can definitely up uh take the whole group and just like turn it on its head. I think if it's a legless rope climb in the duel, I think Adler maybe wins that workout because he's one of the best in the world at legless. Like his speed up a rope. If you go watch Bike Repeater and how he catches Matt Frazier and his speed up a rope, there's like maybe Justin, and that's about the only two people in the world I can think of that climb a rope that fast. J.R. Howell too, but. I thought it was just because he had that cool helmet on when he was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Who, where did Hopper finish? Eighth, ninth? Or did he just bomb it on the last one? What's up? We got Paul and Dave Hopper in seventh. Dallin Pepper in eighth. I mean, he catapulted himself up. Dallin's last day. Look at that. First, third. Damn. Huge. That's awesome for him. The the last, so his last four events was an 11th, a first, a fourth, and then a third. Noah. Noah rounds off our top uh, 10. So Jay Couch in ninth at 540 points. And Noah Olsen sneaks in that top 10 with 530 points. Wow. So all the usual suspects. Is anybody in that top 10 or not in that top 10 that we expected to be? BKG. BKG here. He's in 12th with 475 points. I don't ever expect him to win, but when I see him in 12th, I'm like, damn, that's not what he's, that's not that great for him. Where's Chandler? Yeah, Chandler. Big, uh, big whoa. Especially in the last workout, too. I was expecting him to do quite a bit better. His movement was crap. I know it's crap. On that last movement, on that last event. Gosh. (laughs) It's so frustrating. At least he's consistent there. That's that's flexibility there, too. Like, is a mobility, dude. He curled it. His arms never went straight. His arms didn't go straight because I saw him straight on the deadlift yesterday. I I, can go straight. Right. I I think that's an example of as a coach, like you have the ability if he's willing to be coached to take him to a different level by taking a handful of steps back. You take 10, you take whatever, three, four even steps back for the entire off season to make some exponential leaps going forward. If you fix his fundamentals and technique, if I was Noah and I was planning on going on a team with him, that's exactly what I would do. I'd be Ooh. like, dude, you are never allowed to bend your arms again on these cleans, ever. Do you think you Noah's guys, the person to say that, though? Do you guys think uh, <laughs> that early on someone who benefited the least of the changes in the programming is Chandler, based off that oh, ninth the overhead place finish <laughs> in the duel, in that 16th place finish in the handstand walk? Yeah, like yeah, you put I a rope think, climb yeah. in there. I feel yeah, like that yeah. helps him at least get out of the first five. I don't think yeah. he has the the speed and athleticism to get out of in the second round, but pegboards versus a handstand walk. Right. Yeah, better totally. for him. Yeah. Hey, did you guys notice? Scroll back up just a little bit more for me, please, Caleb. And it looked like Jason Hopper and um, I forgot who that one was, was tied for points. Dallin. They both, Dallin, thank you. But they both had oh. a first place finish. So they how does that work? The next, then they go to the next place. Third, place finish. Third, 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 fourth, fourth. fourth. Fourth, sixth. Yeah. So it just yeah, keeps going down deep. the line. So yeah. he had, so Jason had two fourths. Dallin only had one fourth. 
And then that's where the tie break was for those two. Right. The third one. That's awesome. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. Have we ever seen that's this a- many ties and points before? Mm. Things off. Not not at this high of a level of competition, I don't think. How scroll yeah. all the way to the top. I think this is interesting. It was mentioned before, but look at not a single athlete escaped the event without a finish outside the top ten. I know. Right? Oh, that's impressive. Right? Yeah. You're right. So they just exposed. I mean, they just had it the, the bra, I guess. Just finding holes in athletes' fitnesses. Pat Pat didn't win an event. Right, which is crazy. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, Pat standings, 13th, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 3rd, 3rd, 9th, 10th, 10th. And Jeffrey Adler by underneath them has two events. Bookmark, started it and ended. Yeah, but those those five top five are huge. Wow. That is crazy. Okay, so... Caleb's giving giving some love out over there. I'm impressed with Ricky's like resilience. He just hung in there. Yeah, just hung get, in there the whole like, time. He he to me like just watching casually was not like a top five Didn't landing there like that. That's that's pretty good. For me, the most impressive has to be Dallin Pepper's charge climb. Today. Yeah, his climb. Yeah, Dallin Pepper's final day. That's insane. Are we are we looking at the potential next male games champion within the next season or two? As we see that resilience, I mean, we basically Ooh. everybody here counted him out, but then he came back so. and pulled the rich on a Sunday, not to win, obviously, but to but to get himself into a much 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 better position than he was projected to be in. I think he has to clean up two massive areas that are highlighted even more at the games before he wins the cross. What? What? What do you mean? What two areas? Running, 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 gymnastics density. Who does that remind you of? Rich. Well, no. Well, the running reminds me of Rich. Who? Jeff Adler. Oh, wow. Was he a bad runner ever? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> how, how, how long ago? Like Dubai when he was 2020. just cracking on? Wow. Yeah. So about, about three years. You could build that up. Did you guys catch the moment between Jeff and Roman? No. No. Oh, man. What happened? I think there were a few of them. Did Roman give him a little you, one of these? Yeah. What'd you see, Caleb? What'd you see? I, I, I just, he was, they were very cordial with each other. They weren't, okay. it did not seem to be, from my perspective, I did not see any animosity or any like, I'm coming out, I'm coming for you kind of thing. It just seemed very. I saw one in event one on the back part. I don't know if it was caught on camera, but. Adler and Roman were trying to hang with Yella. This was on the 800, so all they had were the packs on. Mm. And they passed the warm-up area. Yellow was ahead. Then they came up. And I watched Adler and Roman fist bump each other on the backside. No shit. All right. Okay. Uh, I think- they're playing a little drama for the crowd. Is that what's happening? Wow. Yeah, I, I we, just don't we think got Roman, him, guys. We I don't think him. Roman's as like... I don't think he's the stereotypical KGB Russian everybody wants him to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's just softy, dude. Dude, him sliding down the hill was like yeah. the highlight of my weekend. Yeah, he's like a little kid. That's right? cool. He looked yeah, like a polar cool. bear. Like in the, I mean, I'm not going to say a Coca-Cola commercial. Well, I am saying a Coca-Cola commercial. But that's what he looked like, right? He's just like sliding down. Little <laughs> big old day. smile. Big old smile on his face. <laughs> I mean, outside of Noah Olsen during an event like this, have we ever seen anybody be playful like that? I mean, he's a little bit if he's winning. 
Uh, yeah, outside of those guys, I mean, you've never really seen that. And to see him go fully on the back and slide down the down the hill, I, I don't, think, I don't think there's ever been an opportunity to to showcase some sort of play like that. You know, I mean, like you can wave to the crowd. We've seen all kinds of that 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 type of the thing. But like, I mean, that was that's like schoolyard playground. You know, you yeah. don't have time normally to do that. You know, when would you have that opportunity to do that? Even when they had the obstacle course at the games, nobody was playing around with it, which would have been yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. This is funny. Roman's this guy in the comments is Roman's translator adds her spin to the interviews. Roman says three words and she speaks for a minute. <laughs> it goes the other way too. Yeah. Roman could speak for an hour and she would respond hour. in ten seconds. I was like, Savan, jump in there, man. We need we need like <laughs> Morse code interview no. <laughs> oh not a filibuster interview with yeah. only russian so how do we think this uh for the for the guys here and then i, I want to talk just a little bit more about the uh women and we may have uh katie join us or she may realize savon's at a football game and say fuck that i'm not going back with just Matt." <laughs> so we'll, <laughs> time will tell time will tell but um how are we looking into this next season? Does, does your mind change about anybody in particular? I mean, if we had uh, Tyler Watkins on the show, we would ask him, Travis Mayer, top five, mark it down, right? Is he still going with that? What do you guys think? Hell yeah. Uh, at the games, Travis, top five? No. Yes. <sighs> top no. five. I, I, you don't I, think so? I don't think the games five. No way. No way. I think the you question know? for Travis is, can he make the games again? Mm. I think he can after this. I, yeah, I that's a big leap a big leap can he make the games then oh he's going to be top five that's a huge leap i think it's a well, fair if, comparison if chase is saying oh it was is travis going to make the games yes after this event travis makes the games does he make top five i think it's possible but it, it's slim slim pick well, we, his, we best, already, his best finish ever is 10th we've already talked about the the difference of this type of programming at the rogue invitational versus like the game season the open the quarterfinals the semis and into the game so i He's he this I think is great for him mentally to be like, okay, I'm yeah. doing the right stuff. Cool. I got some momentum. Cool. But he, he it's not gonna be an easy just step right into the thing, right? Step right into the game. I just don't think it's gonna happen. No. He's, he's gonna have to fight for it. And the other thing is this, it's like this okay, this was nine events. Uh, cool. But if he does make it to the games, the games has never been well, not for a really long time, only been nine events. Like the longevity that you need to hang out in there and do battle. Is is tough, you know. And when you miss and come back, like it just it doesn't doesn't snap the same way. I also think again, like his best finish is tenth, and that was twenty sixteenth. Twenty sixteen, I think his most recent finish at the games was like twenty second or twentieth. Um, I, I just don't see him placing top five in a field that contains Fellner, Adler, Roman, Brent, Ricky, etc., etc., etc. Justin, et yeah. et uh, I, I don't think so. It's pretty encouraging for uh, Roman and Ricky, though, coming off these injuries, don't you guys think? Yeah. I mean, like Ricky. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to say with Ricky. Like I, like I just, so curious about that 18th and that 12th. Um, not as curious about the deadlift. I think that's probably solid for him. But yeah, just I don't want to say perplexed, but an 18th and a 12th in those two workouts, I think I wasn't expecting. He's going to go back and he's going to train the shit out of those two modalities, huh? Well, I, I don't even know, like, the 18, like, with that's the cage. And I don't know if that was, was that shoulder fatigue or was that just because he couldn't hold on to the bar? You know, was hand was it a hand tear? Was it bleeding plus water, you know, plus rain? I mean, those are, 
what's weird is that there were some athletes that were able to handle that and others it, it just stopped them dead in the track. So I, I I agree with uh with Taylor when he says that. Um or with Tyler when he says that that I, what happened? I want to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, before we jump over to the uh women here, do we want to just take one last scroll down the leaderboard and see if anything jumps out at us just to catch all the way down to the bottom? Go down to Yana Yanakoski. He's already been on a flight home. Fuck <laughs> like, yeah, he took up that check on uh Friday and headed out, dude. <laughs> we should Damn. we should also look at the the prize purses that they're coming. I just want to point out how much money these fucking people are making. Ten points, yeah. dude. It's the weekend for Yana. They make it worth it. Will Warad in eighteenth. Uh, are we surprised by that? We thought no. he would have done better, or is is I'm not really. I'm not. This is the best. The, the, the best already passed for him. He's a he, 12 to 15 guy. Yeah. So it's outside of his, what I think he's capable of. I think I mean, the three the guys. Four, 17, 17, 19, 19. I'm like, that's last, last in the last two events. Yeah. I think, I think the three guys ahead of him are, are like on an upward trajectory or have the potential for that upward trajectory. I think Will is probably on the back half of his upward trajectory has been there a long time, man. Super long time. What? Since long like 2014. Time. Yeah. 13, mm-hmm. even 10 mm-hmm. years. Do you think he goes team? Somebody just asked if uh, Morad should go team with Noah. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good call. Okay. Anything else on the guys before we uh, head over to the women? Mm-hmm. Big balance hard. back for Hopper. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, Taylor, how do you feel about that? We we chatted about it a little bit on the other show, and I, you know, we talked about some of the stuff with his mental game. And I said this rounding off, you know, the back half of the competition for him with the first to fourth, and then of course the two thirteenths at the end. He's probably not super stoked about that, but does that give him confidence going into the training for the rest of the season? Here, do you think? Um, yeah, I I think he's not upset about it. I think he knows he's got some some things to work on. But I again, I think those things for him to work on are more mental than anything. And I don't think two months away from a bad situation or away from whatever bad mental situation he was in is enough to come out of that completely unscathed. So I think he just needs probably a little more time, find a little bit more rhythm at home and maybe we'll see a new and improved version come this next season. And one thing I'd like to point out with Travis Mayer, uh, both that top five call by uh, uh, Mr. P score Watkins, his points are five, five, five. So just saying, just saying, Take it, take it for what you will. <laughs> okay, can we bring up the women's leaderboard, please, again? Sean O'Keefe, $10. Thank you. You validate me. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Sean O'Keefe. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so uh, we will be, you already know who it is. Laura, Laura Horvath first, Tia second, Emma in third, Gabriella fourth, fifth place is Alex Kazan, sixth is Emma Carey. We get the top 10 here again. Ninth, Danny Spiegel. Tenth is Man on Agonies. Kristen Colbrander for 11th. Laura Fisher in 12th. I, I really wanted to see her punch into that top top 10 right as we uh, round it out here. Paige Powers in 13th. Paige Semenza in 14th. Emily Rolfe in 15th. Bethany Flores in 16th, which is actually quite amazing because did she just not do two events? Yes. Wow. 220. Three. She didn't do three events because she. Wow. Watch. She bowed out of the deadlift and she bowed out of the final. 
I hate she seeing that. Final. She did the final. She, yeah. She, 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 she did. She was waving to the crowd. Right. She ended up getting capped, right? I just fucking hate seeing that, dude. I think if you're going to go there and then you're just going to bow out of the, ah, don't take the invitation if that's the, a potential outcome. I, I don't know. I just pisses me off. Like, you yeah, know, surprise was just shining for 16th. Yeah, fuck, dude. She could go there and not do three three of the events basically and still walk away with some cash. I mean, if 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 Bethany is healthy and her back is good to go, she's not going to be. She going to be a top contender for is she going to be in that top 5? I think she's yeah. healthy. I think it's all I think uh it's what I asked Kale the other day. How much of it is psychosomatic? Yeah, it's in the head. Um and that just pisses me off as a competitor to see that like you want somebody to go there who's going to give it on every single event and if you're if you're going in even with the if the thought that you're not that oh if this comes out i'm just going to tap if this comes out i'm just going to tap don't fucking go let somebody who wants to be there and is going to die for fucking points compete that's just my opinion and a lot of people are going to disagree with it i don't give a fuck <laughs> damn hot take sorry <laughs> <laughs> we got we even got a sorry after that no way dude yeah, come yeah, on you're getting all soft over there come on just negated everything you said no i did taylor wanted an invite to the women's comp that's what i'm <laughs> i was ready uh, i would have had to i would have had to tap out of some events <laughs> oh my goodness okay you, you know what's interesting I, yep i was gonna say what's interesting is if you look at the top of the leaderboard and the total points between laura and tia it's so much higher than on the men's side. And I think generally speaking, the men's field was far deeper one through 10 or even one through five than the women's in terms of potential to win. Like 780 is what Laura finished with, 770 for Tia. The men were like 620 and mm -hmm. 580 or 640 mm -hmm. and 5. 640 and yeah. 615. Yeah. So you just have like so many more guys grabbing for points than than the women's field, which is interesting. Um, it's something JR said for a while that the men's side, generally speaking, not just at the games, but at like the semifinals level and beyond is so much deeper in the men's field. And I wonder, I, I wonder how long until the women catch up Taylor, the same thing happened. You talked about the men, everyone in the top five has something outside the top 10. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And Lauren Tia, aside from their 14th and 12th, Everything was top five, which is crazy nuts. They yeah, are so much better than everyone else. That's if you compare Laura's like her in first place versus Pat Vellner. I mean, Pat Vellner, we just said didn't win an event. And look at Laura, she's got three of them 120 <laughs> points from second to third. That's nuts. Any surprises here as far as like who didn't perform up to what, what you guys would have thought coming into this? Not really, not on the <laughs> negative, honestly. No, there was a lot of uh. Well, I guess for me, I guess Emily Rolfe. Actually, I have one. Yeah, yeah. Emily Rolfe. I, I was with, like, what happened? I No, not with this programming. I thought Karn Freyoka would do yeah. better. I thought she'd be top 10 I, with this she programming. She was sick, but, Well, that's what I'm saying. Then she was sick. So mm. for what I thought coming in, not based off her performance, but what she was dealing with, um, I would have thought that. But yeah, I guess she was sick this week, which sucks because I thought these events lined up pretty well for her skill set. Yeah. Then on the flip side of that, anybody that did surprisingly well, I mean, we already talked a little bit about Danny Spiegel and breaking into that top 10 was a surprise, but is there any, anybody else that stands out for me personally? It's Lauren Fisher. Yeah. I love, like I said, I really, really would love to see her punch into that top 10. Um, that would have been awesome for her, but I still think in overall, she really wasn't even, 
you know, on anybody's radar. And now, now she's, now she could hang with them. Right. I still because think the programming changes save Danny. Yeah, for sure. She's not, she's not sure with a rope climb. She's or not. pegboard or pegboard. If the pegboard's in there, it's so different. Yep. Okay. If it's sunshine and rainbows over there in Texas this whole entire weekend, she's not in that top 10. No. Whoa. Okay. If there's a rope climb in the duel, dude, that fucking dashes her hopes of being, I think, top 15. Because I think she's then like an eighth, ninth, tenth, or even worse in the duel. If there's a rope climb, she's maybe even she's like 12th to 15th. And then also on Big Cat, she's definitely not top 10. Like bottom. And I don't mean to take anything right. take away anything from Danny. I'm just with programming what, matter. What coming in, I didn't have her top 10. Yeah. With the changes that were all upper body pulling high skill, which isn't her skill set. Right. Mm. Right. So it massively favored her. Yeah. yeah. And, but she she also had to take advantage of it. Right. She still she, like, did. she well. did. And yeah. I mean she did. Like right. when it was when it was in her wheelhouse, dude, she nailed it. Hey, let me ask you this. If the rope climb was still in that dual three. Do you think she would have been Danny? I'm talking about. Do you think Danny would have been just as aggressive over those logs? Or do you think mentally she was already thinking, okay, this is going to be an obstacle for me. It's an ex execution thing. I need to slow myself down. It's not the best movement. And then when they cleared those, she's like, oh, I'm going for it. No, I think she knew she could do really well on that a workout like that. And I think if there's a movement in there where she's like, hmm. I'm not going to be in the top. I think, yeah, it changes the whole approach. Also, her on the logs was freaking insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you're like, hey, what do you think Dana's going to do? I'm like, meh. She'll right, be fine right. when she gets to the bags. And then she just flew. Ninja. I think she did like a, over, like a Starsky and Hutch hood slide under the second log. Right. If you guys watch that video again, I, like everyone kind of like hit the ground, got stuck, crawled under. She like slid underneath. It was freaking sweet. Yeah, the roll over. Watch this, over. Yeah, watch, yeah. This, watch this. Watch this. Knee slide. <laughs> the guys had. Yeah, I thought the guys had really efficient slides going belly first almost. Hmm. I'm almost surprised no one tried like the double log roll. Hmm. Like over the top roll and then just like roll into the next one. Like don't even get up again. Someone okay. did that. Did uh, they? I, 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 wanna... I think Hoffer did, but on accident because he yeah. ate shit on the first yeah, log. Yeah, was like, I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> you know, we almost, we almost, uh, we might have chatted about this before, but I just realized too they're they're picking up that bag in a certain order. Yeah, I okay, I didn't. I just realized that right now when I when I watched. Okay, looks like. Uh, I I really I I think they made a mistake on the uh, so they have the duel and they let the top five have a buy up into the front. And I don't think they should have, they should have done that, especially watching the way things went. No, because like Tia. Okay. So we saw where Tia got knocked. If they would have had everyone start fresh and you have the opportunity of getting knocked out in the very beginning, I think she would have gone out earlier and you had even a lower score. Imagine an event where you walked in and be like, Hey, listen, I know we're halfway through, but I'm going to give you 25 points before this event starts. Right. <laughs> Yep. Two, that's two, what, that's I mean, and that's You're what they did. Get 25 points, no matter what. We're halfway through the competition, but because you get 25 points just for being good on, on, on the other stuff. The After stuff that it has nothing to do with this test, yep. but all the other things before will give, we'll give you a go ahead. And, yeah. and it was crazy because if they would have lost, it, it, I, was, I was watching the points just to see like, okay, so what happens if Tia wins by like 
Well, that, that's the thing. I think Tia. Well, yeah. now I'm just making shit up. But well, no, but it's, it's speculation. You know, Tia was at a disadvantage on the first run because she got the buy, so that was an advantage. But it's a dis. She got the points, but she didn't get the experience, which is why she didn't make. Hmm. Right, like every, every single person got better every round, unless they just screwed up. Everyone did. Right. right. I think Tia survives the first round if she's in it, and then gets better on the second one. Right. I I agree, but I think that. It's it's a tough conversation to have because Laura was at the same disadvantage and Laura made the most of it. Yeah, I mean, not not everybody. Like, I think it was like three of the top three of the top five men and women both didn't make the top five or were out after the first their first round. Yeah, after the buy. And the yeah, thing is, wonder- it's it's supposed to be a high risk event. And that's what, uh, like we were talking with, with Katie when, you know, we talked about, you know, why have the rope? And we talked, you and you were even talking about that, Chase, about how it's a execution under a high-risk execution. Yeah. You're doing it under speed. And so by taking that out, um, like, where do you have that same high risk? And then now if you remove the chances of a bad, you know, a bad slip, a... Um, you know, a, a trip on the, a, you, you're like uh, Paige Powers falls off the top log. So she has mm. this great start, gets out there and then boom, hits the dirt and everyone else kind of passes her up, you know, has to make that up. Um, you can't, I think it's unfair to take that risk out in the event that's all about high risk. Yeah. I want to know how many of these changes, like the rope climb change, because yesterday when they, when they pulled the rope climb out, it was a beautiful day. Right. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't raining. I mm-hmm. want to know how much of that change and how much of the weight change in the final was due to the stimulus the athletes were experiencing from the workouts. But do you I, think it was I, heavier because that's the graphic we got? I think it was I think it was supposed to be heavier, or at least on the on the free broadcast. Ooh. I think on the free broadcast, um conspiracy say, theory Taylor. Sean Woodland, Sean Woodland was like they changed the weights, and that it sounded to me when he said it like they decided to change how heavy it was going to be. Uh-huh. And I wonder, I, I think they changed the rope for sure. Oh, here we go. Let's ask. I was going to say, now we will, uh, we could, we could find out here. Katie. Hello, Miss Henniger. How are you? Hey, Congratulations. What's your heart rate at? My heart rate has yet to come down from the women's final. It's, uh, it has been a day. I might might go sleep for the next four or five days. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Then we won't uh, keep you long. A couple questions here. Was Roman allowed to bring his translator out onto the field during the deadlift? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. 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 Interesting. Okay. Mark that Like on the field? Yeah. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I have no idea. Okay. The the men's uh, deadlift weight. That's what you... after the, after that finale. That's what we're starting with. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a fucking question, Susan. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I, I um, thought we were gonna like go roll into like Velner finally getting on on the top spot or the Tia Laura, but here we go. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yes, I know. I'm new. I'm new on the job. I'm <laughs> on training. Okay, so how exciting was that race? You Pat Velner at the end. I mean, you couldn't have written a better story for this. You must be so No, I think uh, I think the race. Obviously, you know, I've talked about it from the start just the athletes coming out and and doing what they do but the way we had to pivot today some of the changes that we had to make moving the field of play into a very very small uh, I'll call it an arena but it's not it was a concourse you know we made we made it look as best as we could but 
at the end of the day, it was the right call because uh, there was rain rain coming. It hasn't not yet rained here, but uh, it was the right call for the for the way this thing needed to end. It needed to be safe. It needed to be dry. And having the crowd right up on them, I had a couple of the the athletes that have been around for a while say it just felt so old school, um, mm-hmm. and they haven't felt that in a long time because the crowd was was um, up on them. Not obviously. Not what you wanted, right? It, not what you wanted for the athletes, not what you wanted for the spectators here. Um, but it happened, and it was an amazing race, and, and we figured out who, who was on top of the podium. Did you did you think Valner was losing it when he failed that clean and jerk? Did, you, did your heart drop? I did. It did. It dropped, for, it dropped for him because I had the same feeling last year yeah. um, when it happened in, in the finale. Um, I think mm. he, he needed uh, 12 spots in between. Uh, him to lose it so it, it wasn't that close but yeah I definitely was like holy cow he's got to get this next one or or it's going to drop the second the the first event that took place today did when was the call made as far as like dealing with the weather and stuff like that with the rain it was at some point it just okay it just is what it is and we're just going to fight through this right now or well we made the call not to do the it was supposed to have a barbell lunge in it on the grass um and we made the call before we briefed the athletes just knowing what the weather was going to look like uh for the next few hours um, to do it with uh, the fat bells um, on the grass. Uh, so that was made very early. Uh, most of these calls, like not to have the pegboard, that was actually made last night, knowing what we knew about the weather at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually brought Carolyn Prevo in this morning at 6.45. Uh, she's a trooper, man. Text her last night at 11 o'clock, said, hey, can you be here at 6? And she was here and actually tested the second workout for us today oh, at wow. 6.45 this morning. <laughs> Damn. Um, so that's uh, – so we're doing our due diligence, right? We're not right, trying to make that on the fly. I talked to Josh. Uh, I talked to Bridges for a long time last night about what we were going to do with the final weights um, for the finale. Uh, it was actually supposed to be heavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually had the contingency to go lighter with the rain, and we just kept that contingency uh, with with the move that we made so we didn't have to change that twice. And was that ultimately decided based off how the athletes were, were feeling, or was that just because of moving it into the concourse and everything else? We well, had made maybe. a decision about the rain with the weight, so we already had that weight. Um, the athletes had not been briefed on the heavier weight; they they were only briefed on the the lighter weight that we had. To, it's not light; that's that's all relative. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, they, they 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 were briefed on the weight that they did, but knowing what we knew about the stack up of how they were feeling, it was the right call to go with that mm. that weight. Um, okay. After watching after watching the testing that you did for the final weights. And then making the change, were you happier with the outcome and the speed that the athletes were going with this one? Or did you would you have rather have seen it heavier? Like with with all the pluses and everything being the way there should have been or wanted to be originally, did you want the heavier weights or are you happy with uh, how the I mean, other I ones think, turned out? I think I think we would have wanted the heavier weights just looking at the workouts across the board, but with all the changes we've had to make and how you know flexible the athletes were i i wanted to get it right for the finale and i think we made that right call i think we we went through the paces to get there um you know the one thing we didn't change was the time cap so you were seeing these long drawn out in the women um and we had made a bunch of changes so we didn't change the time cap just to keep that rest in there because they were only getting an hour in between events today but we were very upfront with them and they these athletes were great. They rolled with the punches. Um, and I said it earlier in the week with you guys, you know, we told them the first day that we met with them, like, Hey, there's weather in the forecast. We're probably going to have to pivot, but at the end of the day, we're going to make these workouts work and we're going to find, you know, the podium. And, and, and I think it worked out obviously not ideal, but making the best of the worst case scenario for us. Katie, you've been a part of a lot of finales 
over the years. You've been a part of one yourself physically. Leading up to this women's finale, a tie at the top for first, a tie for a podium finish. Where did that rank of just like what was the vibe there and where does that rank for you just being i mean I, a lot of people around me said they had goosebumps when they walked out um just watching them walk out i think it was so tense i think everyone was so nervous i can't imagine what laura and tia were feeling because we were all watching it just as nervous you know i was i was holding my breath almost that whole heat and uh you know they did great but holy cow yeah and the crowd was great too like i said having that crowd right up on them they were only about five feet off uh the, the platform there so very cool experience and uh one, one not to be forgotten soon i had a really bold take after laura beat tia and i said that that probably feels that might i said probably i said that probably feels better than winning the games for her what are your thoughts yeah. there I don't know. I mean, I, I probably felt pretty damn good to win the games too, right? But obviously, there was a, there was a lot of hype coming into this with Tia, um, mm -hmm. and I think they both did amazing. You know, just yeah. Tia to show where she's at six months after you know having a baby, crazy, just just amazing her rebound, and you know that's gonna light a fire under her too. So I think Laura is is validating herself and should should be very proud of herself, and I think uh, you know. Tia's going to take that into next season and uh, do with it what she needs to do. Yeah, it's incredible. Your internet's breaking up just a little bit here, Katie. So we'll just go through a few more and uh, and let you go here. Um, quick question. As I looked across the field and I was checking out all the sponsors, there's some usual suspects on there, but there was one unusual one, which was Crocs. Yeah. Awesome. How'd that come across? How'd that, how'd that, how'd that come into, into play? So we... Uh... The Arnold of this year, we were standing in the warm up, and almost every single strongman walked in with Crocs. And Bill and I looked at each other and we're like, we should uh, try to do a deal with Crocs because um, Chris Forio, who used to be at Reebok, is with Crocs now. Oh, and wow. uh, we reached out to him, and and we were just thinking about doing a limited run. And then they came on and partnered with us here for the event, and um, it was pretty cool. Uh, I think we sold out in our booth the first day. Didn't wow. think they would go that well. Uh, saw a lot of people wearing them in sport mode. If you don't know what that is, they strapped you back. So if they have yeah, to run away. baby, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but it was very cool, and they've been they've been super supportive, and uh, you know, giving all the athletes those. Um, it was great to see because a lot of them put them on and were wearing them around this weekend. Yeah, that's. All. Can you buy the rogue ones on the site? Are those available there? Or are they only available at the event? No, we had them on our site as well. I think we still have them. I don't think we've sold out on the site, but we we did a limited run. That's awesome. Gentlemen, anything else before we uh, let, let Katie get some well-deserved rest here? Katie, how, how proud are you of your team and the athletes of everything you guys had to deal with, pivot with, and just how the weekend shaked out? I, I don't even know if I can put that into words right now because it took everybody. And I don't want that to sound cliche because everything had to work. And the one thing that we said up front to both the athletes and our, our team here, volunteers, everyone, is the biggest thing this week was going to be communication. And as soon as we knew something as a lead staff, we were going to communicate that across the board as soon as we had it because we knew what dominoes had to fall after we made a decision. And every single team didn't miss a beat. They went right about their business. If they had to miss a meal, we, we picked that up later and no one said anything. And we've had, we, you know, we have volunteers that have been here four or five years that just love being a part of this thing. And 
you know, our crew, our road crew, our road team was here until one or two in the morning, tearing, putting stuff up and tearing stuff down. And that that's a pretty normal cadence for them. But obviously with the weather, you know, I just, I'm super proud and appreciative of everybody put, puts in all the time. And a lot of people don't see that. Right. But mm-hmm. it takes a lot of people to make these, these things go. And uh, they, they freaking knocked it out of the park this week. I'd yeah. say that takes a uh, leadership too. So you should be proud of your crew, but I think it stems from what you and Bill do. Yeah. Thanks guys. A hundred percent. Okay. Last question, Katie, after you leave here, what are you doing tonight? I think I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I am and warm up. I'm like, I, I told you I was delayed a little bit trying to find a warm spot that I could sit in. Cause I've been standing out this all day, like everybody else. And I just wanted a chance to not shiver for a second. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. Unbelievable that you've uh, been so generous with it. This whole entire event, wonderful event. You could not have built a better storyline going into this, this classic game season. You could not have painted a better uh, picture all the way across the board for the weekend for you guys. Thank you very much, Katie. Yep. Thanks guys. Uh, and enjoy it. And uh, hope you guys get some rest too. Thank you. Thanks Katie. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, dude, Rogue saved the games, dude. With Valner and Laurel. Ooh. Holy shit. Damn. <laughs> I mean, you can't – come on. It gets boring watching Matt win year after year. It gets boring watching Tia win year after year. Laura winning was cool. Going in without Tia was cool, being like, oh, what's going to happen on the women's side? But Laura beating Tia at Rogue, then going into 2024 with Tia coming back, there's like a lot of hype to be built. With Justin losing last year, Jeff winning, Roman getting hurt, mm-hmm. then then Pat winning Rogue against both of them. Right. I think it's And Laura saying what this meant. Yeah, what's the offer back? Right? Yeah, crazy sick. What do we? I've seen this in the comments a couple of t- couple of times. Dan, Daniel, is that is that true? If the women's bar was thirty five and then there's one sixty five on the bar because it was forty five fifteens, but I think the bar it was, was a shorty bar. Wasn't it a shorter it bar? Is a C seventy S bar, so it's like a thirty five pound bar for the men. It might be a twenty five pound bar for the ladies. Version as well. They make a different version for women with with smaller diameter, like a like instead of a twenty eight and a half millimeter, it's a twenty. I don't know what the millimeter is, but I think that's the discrepancy. Is they're all saying, oh, it's the thirty five pound bar, but the women's was twenty five. Yeah, it's and, and it's the, I think it's the one to the same bar length, length short shorter collars. collars. Yeah, correct. Okay, so that way you can still get that snatch grip if you're a tall dude like me. Or just so bar. the less and will with will Brandstetter with a good point. Mal and Haley coming back yeah. eventually. Yeah. That's that's a big question mark. Like, that are they huge? Huge. Maybe one of them. I'm not so yeah. sure about another. Maybe. Which one's the maybe? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Text me, dude. Text me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. And another thing that uh, happened each time Katie came on here and slapped slapped us around a little bit. I turned about as red as Taylor did when she started asking me what the fuck was up with my question. <laughs> <laughs> we all threw you under the bus. Those were some of the ones that I was like working with Sevon on. I'm like, yeah, these are good. If he if he liked them, he'll like them, you know. And, I, just started off and, <laughs> and I was gonna ask her. I had I had two more. I was gonna ask her when the men's deadlift weight, like if she changed that, and then also who comes up with the workout names. But after that, I uh, shelled up. <laughs> you fucked it up. I don't know if you guys saw, but I shrunk like this big on the screen. I just was like, <laughs> just froze. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's that? It's a- <laughs> just pretend to sit there the whole time. Okay, so we were chatting a little bit about the women. I think we've pretty much flipped over and turned every stone here. But is there anything else 
before we sign off. I mean, the weekend has been incredible. The premium footage is something that who knows this could oh, be. There's a good question. Game. What's that? What do you what do you think we can take from that premium footage that could use to improve the game's coverage or the season? Oh, do the same thing. I mean, the yeah. game should do the exact same thing. Right. They would make a fucking killing on it too, dude. You know how many people would pay for that? I think I wonder how many people that's a good that would have been a good question for Katie. How many people got the twenty to twenty-five dollar whatever premium coverage that they that they used? I mean what what do you guys all think about it? I bought uh it was I liked the option of having it. I will be completely honest. I watched the free stream mostly, mm. but I liked the option of having it. There were a couple times when I was listening to the Iron Game tailgate and they were shooting the shit, and I'm just like, eh. But there were also a couple times I was listening to like you know, Sean Woodland and Adrian, and I thought Adrian was like over Execution over explaining and uh, over executing <laughs> over yeah. executing and thresholding apparatus and building capacity and fatigue. There was a lot of that, but it's all good. I love that. I love the stream better than the game stream. So clearly the oh, games yeah. can learn from them. That's a good, uh, that's a good thing. Real quickly, Kayla, can we put up a poll? Um, did you buy the stream? Yeah or nay? Yeah, I think that that's something that um, could definitely work in the games. I I didn't get it. I just watched the free stream the whole entire time. But yeah. I think they changed the the ability to switch the camera angles and kind of choose your own adventure with that. I thought was definitely something that I was interested in. But I would I got it. I know I would pull up the live feed stream, so like Sean and Adrian, and then the wide shot and the drone shot, and I would mm -hmm. watch that, mm -hmm. and that was great because you got basically three different camera angles. So if I wasn't getting what I wanted to see, but I was still hearing what I wanted to hear, I could do that. I liked that viewing experience. Yeah. Yeah. It just gives you more autonomy over how you get to watch the event. Right. And ultimately that, that, that necessarily can buy it. Jackie said she'd buy it for the games. I think you should do it for semifinals. Oh, that oh, would wow. be, that'd be cool that as well. Be that'd be sweet. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like, have to be that expensive of a, how about that? Practice it in semifinals, perfect it for the cross again. Yeah. And this yeah. is a huge, this Fucking is a idea. huge point too. Like ESPN, they have like typically multiple streams or multiple platforms of different games, college games. And I really appreciate that because some commentators I don't want to hear at all and others I really love. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who listen to the games that feel the same way. Just like I'm sure there are a lot of people that listen to this and fucking hate me. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, it is no it is. way. I don't think so. Uh, Jiggy Josh, I've been supporting Rogue since 2013, my guy. Going to my gym, and there is a shitload of money supporting. Who's Matt? Sweatshirt there. Souza. Exactly. Who's Matt? Matt? Oh, yeah. It, it's turned a new leaf. Hey, dude, guess what? I'm more relevant than Frazier now. That's crazy. The, the old one piece. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just kidding. Just kidding, Daniel. Don't fucking hit me up in the comments with your comments. <laughs> I know how she gets. Okay. Anything else you guys want to go before we sign off here? We'll check that poll right before we take off. But anything else? Speculation going into the games. Last minute shit talking, Taylor. I just think I, that this I think this was a this, this set a fire for a lot of people and set the stage for a lot of people. So I think it's gonna be it sets damn. up for a good season. Mm. How many votes though? 104. Oh wow. Chase, you idiot. Damn. In real time. <laughs> I'm gonna add a vote to that. All right. I have a question. I yep. just I just followed um 
Uh, well, Savon's not here, so I can say this. I just followed um, Best Hour of Your Day or Their Day on Instagram. And they've got like 20,000 followers. Listen, they've got like 20,000 followers. And they message me. They say, hey, thanks for the follow. And immediately they did I was – that, Right. That's what, I, that's what I was wondering. I was like – Did it oh, have your name this? in it? No. It was – is this an automation? So I responded, you no. are welcome with an exclamation point, And they hearted it just now. So I was wondering. Oh. I don't know what you think. Automation? Automated for sure. Okay. How do you automate on Instagram? It's automated. You can set up multiple different things. Yeah. And it'll do it. Or sometimes even if, yeah, you follow them and it'll automatically send a message and engage in conversation. My wife will do it for like uh, construction things, like projects she wants me to do. She'll see one and then she'll tag me in it and then it sends me a message. Taylor's got ideas. Every time you follow a self-made training program, ding. Hey, thanks for the follow. What are your fitness goals? Oh, dude, I'm going (laughs) to fart into the mic if you don't chill. What are your fitness goals? (laughs) Whatever, dude. I'm not. I'm not being a dick about it. Trying to hype up SMTP, bro. I'm trying to hype up, dude. No media is bad media. All right, guys. Um, so we got the poll. We already, we already crossed that. This is it. We made it to the end of the weekend. And gentlemen, I cannot thank you guys enough for coming on here with me and uh, and having my back like you did, Chase. Thanks for jumping in, Bill. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I mean, you guys were great. Thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors, CA Peptides, Paper Street Coffee, Toe Spacers, Birth Fit, Swolverine, Grill Your Ass Off, and Matt Souza. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Dude, Jeff, you're like the most popular dude on the uh, Rogue Trat, too. Watching this makes me realize how much I miss Sevon. Jeff, Good. We'll be back on uh, Tuesday along with Tyson Bajant. So we'll have them on on Tuesday. Uh, Jeff, don't... Yeah, you're uh, still here, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Still here commenting. Jeff, do not come tomorrow. Don't come tomorrow because guess <laughs> what? I'm just gonna come on here and we're just gonna talk shop. I'm gonna talk a bunch of stuff about affiliates. We're gonna uh, just go over what's new in the news, and I'm just gonna give my opinion on a bunch of stuff. So don't come. Don't come. Don't come. Okay. All right, you guys. Don't come. I'm gonna <laughs> hey, come. Sue's a great job, man. You and Caleb. I'm coming. Yes. Great work, Susan. Caleb. Thank yeah, you, hey, man. we just went full yeah. circle to the very first message we got this thing this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All righty, guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Seven will be back Tuesday at 7 a.m. Watch Tyson the Bears. Go Bears. Watch them. You'll probably see them in the inbox. All right, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>